even God who quickened the dead. Who did Abraham believe? God told Abraham, you are the father of all nations. The man he was talking to didn't have the legitimate child with his wife. He didn't have a child. You are barren. Your wife is barren. And they are calling the, you people father of many nations. How do you become a nation? You know, human beings that become nations. Single man. You don't, you don't even have a, a wife. You have, don't have a husband. And God comes and calls you mother of many nations. And you are 50 years, you're never married. You don't have a child. How many of you could believe that God? How many of you believe that God? But Abraham believed it. And that is what I'm talking about. Let's go on. Before him whom he believed, even God, I love it, who quickened the dead, he recognized the one that he believed. That he doesn't only talk. There are people who give promises. They don't have what it takes to honor the promise. You know, most of us or some of us sometimes promise when we are happy. When you're very happy, glad, oh, that you're excited, you then begin to give promises. Then after you go home, you go and sit down and look at you. Am I the one who said this? It's your excitement that promise at the end, and you don't have what it takes to, to, to fulfill the promises. So many people, we promise, we give promises, but we don't have what it takes to fulfill the promise. But God, anytime God promised, he's got what it takes to fulfill that promise. That is why we can trust in his word. Second, when God promised, even though he has got what it takes to fulfill it, any promise that you have that you can fulfill it, some and there are circumstances that they call beyond. It means that beyond in what? Outside you. That can change the, the promise. Imagine I promise to give you money next month based on my salary. I haven't promised you. I said, imagine. <laughs> I am not promising you. I'm just saying, just imagine I said, it's an example. I just assume this is what. Or I'll use you. Okay, let him use you to me. Imagine. You were so excited as a prophet. Next month, I want to give you all my salary. Say, hey, going to eat the next. Okay, so I mean it. And truly, you meant it. You are ready to even fast for the whole of the month so that you can fulfill your promise. Then, tomorrow, you lose your job. Or your job collapse. That is beyond your control. <laughs> so even though you promised, even though you have all the plans, but there are circumstances around that will not be able to make you fulfill it. 
It doesn't mean that you are a liar. It doesn't mean that you want to, uh, uh, you are trying to deceive me. No, you meant it when you said it, but there are situations that will not permit you to do what you said. Most of you, it's true. There are certain things you said to God and you haven't done it because they were beyond, then you'll find that the thing is beyond your control. But to God, there is nothing called beyond what? His control. All things are within his control. He has the ability, he controls everything. Nothing affects what he does. He affects everything outside. So by doing that, you can then put your faith in that God. That when I put my faith in him today, I know tomorrow he's in control. You cannot trust that any of us will leave tomorrow. You cannot. How many of you know that? I'm not threatening you that you'll die. But human being can die. He's very strong today. He'll make all promises today. Tomorrow he's dead. But God never dies. When he promised, death cannot terminate his promise. No, nothing terminate his promise. No human being, no system, no even nothing on earth or beyond the earth or above or beneath or under everywhere can stop God from fulfilling his promise. That is why we can put our faith on him. When he says, I'm going to do this, then you can put your trust in that. When you have this and you enter into warfare in life, you know you cannot be defeated. <laughs> you know what God has said. He will do it. You know that nothing can stop you from getting that thing. Even though you may not see anything, but it still gives you the courage and faith to move on in life. Knowing that he that has promised, he is also faithful to fulfill what he said. This was exactly what our father Abraham did. His promise wasn't very easy. Sometimes we read it in the Bible and it looks like, oh, oh this is the uh, Abraham. Oh, we all we can do it. Hey, if you are in that condition, you will find out. Especially if you are right in your mind. Right in your mind that after you've crossed, your wife crossed 70 years. Your wife crossed 80 years. And somebody says that that woman will give birth. You will either say the person has some problem. But God spoke to Abraham. The Bible said that Abraham had a certain condition of the mind. For your faith to be strong, you might have that condition of the mind. He felt, let's read that portion. Oh, he, his condition in his heart and mind is that so that, okay, no, 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 go there. Good. As in the presence of him whom he believed, you must first believe that God is with you. You must believe the continuous presence of God. Because the moment you lose the presence, the knowledge, and the mind, and the presence of God, you will doubt. Because God is with you, you know it will be done. When you know God is with us, then you know you can win the battle. Anytime God's presence is with people, they know everything is very easy. 
His presence is very vital to our faith. But when God goes on holidays and leaves you, how can you win your battle? How can your prayers be heard? What I have believed, what about if Satan comes in within two seconds and destroys all those things? So we need to practice constant presence of God. That is what Abraham did. He believed that in the presence of God, he believed that God is here. God has spoken. God is with me. Because God is before me, he will fulfill his word. Then continue. Uh, my, 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 my brother, my, our father Abraham. 17. I haven't finished. In the presence of him whom he believed, God not your money, not your ability, not whatever you can do, but God who gives life to what? The dead. Until you have the ability that to believe that God has the power to bring dead things to life. That's the most difficult thing for any human being to do. When something is dead, it is dead. No matter how good a doctor is, no matter how best the doctor loves you, let the person take care of you, do their best, let them surround you with all your money. The moment you die, finish. They won't waste their time on you. They'll pull something on you. Nobody will work. The only person who will work on you is a doctor who was to do post-mortem. They will just find the cause of your death. That's what, that, that's what human beings will do. <laughs> but when God comes in, he's not going to find what killed you. He's going to bring you out. He takes away what kills you and makes you like. He knows that God has this ability. I want us to know that God has the ability to reverse whatever has happened in your life. It might not be possible with the human life, with human beings, but with God, all things are possible. When we know this, our faith is strengthened. So Abraham knew that, yes, the fact is that, there's a fact, the fact is that I am old. Faith doesn't mean that you should ignore the fact. They say, I told them that there's a difference between the fact and the truth. The fact is that I am old, but the truth is that God can bring life into dead things. So he did not look at the facts only. He also looked at what is the truth? The fact is that you have failed your exams. But the truth is that you are not going to remain in that place forever. The fact is that you are not married. But the truth is that you are a married woman in future. Amen. God sees you as missus. The fact is that you are not running around. Your landlord is sucking you and you don't know where to go, and you are crying to do That is the fact. But the truth is that one day you're going to own many houses, and you are going to be a landlord yourself. 
The fact is that you are unemployed today, but the truth is that you are the one going to employ people. So the fact talks about what is happening to you now, but the truth goes beyond now. So let me finish with my brother, uh, our father Abraham. He said he believed that God gave life to the dead, and I want all of us to believe that God has the ability to give life to the dead. So that anything that is beyond human imagination, God has the ability. Once God has said it, he will fulfill it. How many of you know that is exactly what happened to Mary? I'm coming to back to this place. Mary, an angel appeared to Mary. And the only thing Mary had was the word of God. And Mary said, how can it be? He said, look, there is something that's going to happen to you. The power of the Most High shall overshadow you. Anytime we believe God's word, his power overshadows us. And the power convert that word into reality to you. Abraham believed it and there was conversion of that word. It was just a simple word that said, Abraham, I'm going to make you a father and a mother of many nations. He didn't see anything, but believing it, it then turned the word. The word then became flesh in his life. Anytime God speaks his word and you believe it, it is then become, that is when you can then have a fullness of that word seen in reality in your life. Until then, the word will be a word. It will be a word, a word of billionaire, a millionaire word on your head. But you are still a beggar. What again? Landlord. But they are sucking you from your room. Single room. Great man. More than a conqueror. But you are falling all the time. He's spoken a lot. But until you believe that word, that word remains only a word. It is when we believe it that the word then becomes flesh. And that is where we can then handle it. That's where we can then enjoy it. That's why it will not only be words, it will be words that are seen. Mrs. Anna, if she's not here, it's a word. Until she comes here for me to handle her like this, then it's nothing. It's only words I'm talking, I'm saying, oh, isn't it? So we need to learn how to convert the word to flesh. And the medium of converting the word to flesh is faith and believing. God has said many things about people and they think God is a liar. He's not a liar. The thing is real. What he said is real. But it's left to our side to believe so that what God has said, we will see it with our eyes.